This is Work of the Beat. It is, well, late Friday, April 30th, uh, going into Saturday, May 1st. Hope you are doing well. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Uh, as we're wrapping up night two of the NFL draft, uh, our first look at how we feel about what the Eagles have done. We'll talk about that. Sure, we'll throw a few Phillies and Sixers points in there. Sixers with another blowout win the night against Atlanta. Phillies in a dogfight with the skeletal remains of their lineup. No Real Mudo, no Harper, no Gregorius, who's on the COVID list now. Um, but so we'll get to all that in a bit. Michael, how are you? How was your? Uh, how about, you played golf today? Correct. Yeah, it was windy and cold. Yeah, played with played with Marcus at his place. I had two birdies. Really, I had a birdie on the last hole. Wind ate it, I assume. Uh, let me see. It was par. I don't. I well, I mean, I still had hit a great third shot up and make a putt. So I mean, I yeah, I hit two really good shots. But I played from the forward. I mean, I played from the kitty tees, but that's okay. Um. Yeah, it, yeah, but it got cold, man. Oh, I can tell you, I, I had school today, and it was strange to look outside, and, and it looked like our flagpole was going to blow down at one point. I, I wore shorts because, yeah, and I mean, but it was very, yeah, it, I mean, it was, Wimber. the windshield had to be below 50 by the time we were done. Right. It had to be. But, you know, hey, it was fun. Hey, and, uh, you know, after having 90 the other day, it, it feels more jolting, so. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, by the way, programming note, next Wednesday, uh, Mr. Kern, 2 o'clock, by the way, uh, Pat Croce will be on this podcast uh, to talk about his new venture with the American Cancer Society, and we'll get Pat's memory 20 years now since uh, Pat and the Sixers went to the NBA Finals, 20 years since Pat left the Sixers, so I'm sure we'll touch on all of that. This guy, Arenado, is an adventure waiting to happen, brother. Why? (laughs) Why? Well, he just wild pitched guys to second and third with two out. Al- Alvarado. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, look, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not, you know, whatever. I expect this, so um, he'll probably get out of it. You know, he'll whatever. All right, so let's begin obviously with the Eagles, and we're now through. I should point out that as we're recording this, the Eagles have just taken their fir- third round pick. They had traded back with Carolina. They had taken. Their third-round pick, Milden Williams, who is a defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech. But obviously, let's start with night one. And look, I'm as tough on Howie Roseman as anybody, I think, in this city. I I, I thought Howie Roseman handled night one of this draft about as perfectly as possible. He wasn't going to get Chase. He wasn't going to get Pitts. He he must have had a really good feeling about that when he made the trade to get from 6 to 12, pick up the first-round pick last year, and he ends up with Devontae Smith. And, uh, you know, you got to give him a lot of credit for, for being able to maneuver his way and keep Smith away from the Giants, who clearly wanted him. Yeah, well, I mean, look, so if they screw up the rest of the draft, we well, do Well, no. I, no. No, I'm just saying, Kevin, Kevin, they, they've, they've screwed. First of all, and yes, you're, you're right about everything you said. If they hadn't screwed up the last two years, pick in the same position. Then they wouldn't have this problem. They might yeah, have you're not right. been trying to get Smith. Second of all is if they had had the sixth pick, um, I wonder who they would have taken. Would they have taken the other kid from Alabama, who I think is better? Certain. That does, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, uh, Waddle. Jalen, uh, Waddle. Um, 
Waddle. Yeah, but but again, let's keep something but, in mind. But they could have also taken Sertain too, which was another or, or, right. Or, or, they could have taken Sertain. Or, they could have taken the offensive lineman from Oregon. They could have done a lot of things. Yep. And they wouldn't. Have, but all I'm saying is, I I, I I agree with everything you said. Let let's take something into into context first of all. Every first round pick yesterday was a great pick. Okay. Peter <laughs> yeah. King. No, I'm just saying. No, I agree. Because that's what, what everybody said. Yeah, I agree. There's 18, there's 18 guys who are generational players. All five quarterbacks are going to be, you know, they're in the right situations. They're going to, whatever. Peter King wrote a story the other day, and I don't read Peter very often, but, I, you know, was a, 50% approximately of first-round picks don't work out for whatever reason. That's 50. Yeah, I five know. Five up. And Aaron Alvarado just uh, struck the guy out there. And now he's, he's yelling at somebody. Oh, God. Gee. Oh, I, I, I'm going to I'm, I'm flip this on. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, because it, it, whatever. Um, but what I'm saying is we don't know. Of those five quarterbacks, first of all, I'm going to guess at least one or two of them, at least, aren't going to work out. I don't know if it's going to be Justin Fields who ain't going to work out. Trey Lancet isn't going to work out. Max, I don't know this, but you know all five of those guys aren't going to be stars three years from now. It just isn't going to happen. Okay, you know that of those top 10 to 15 picks, not everyone's going to be a home run. They, they just can't be. No. It's, just, it's not that easy. That's why teams screw up. And I don't know who the guys are going to be. I mean, they all look good. You take them, they say, hey, this guy, whatever. okay, fine, I'm with you. Well, what, what Howie did... To to make the most of now, I didn't like giving the Cowboys a third round pick, but okay, you had to. I, I get it. And, and um, they did have an extra. It was basically the the it Dolphins. Was it was yeah, the Dolphins' was third round pick. Yeah, he did what he had to do. He kept Smith away from the Giants, um, for better or for worse. I mean, what happens three years from now if the guy the Giants took at twenty turns out to be Burden Smith? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm just throwing it. Now the Dallas, they were smart because they picked up a third round pick and got the guy they wanted anyway. Yeah. And, um, and for them, Michael Parsons is what they wanted. You're right. And they picked up the extra third round pick. And it also just, it, there was, it actually, in a strange way, kind of screwed over the team that's more of a contender to, against them this year than the Eagles would have been. So, Mike? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay I hit the wrong button. That's okay. It's funny you say that because I turned on Mikey Miss today. He drive, I was driving. Sure. And my, Mikey says, well, you know, maybe it's me. And I love Mike. Yeah, but he says, I, maybe Dallas did that because they see the Giants as being more of a threat than you. Mike, stop. Please, stop. And then, of course, Tyrone jumped in and said, no, I think it had more to do with the third round pick. The Cowboys could care less about the Giants or the Eagles. They picked up a third round pick. Right. If the Giants had offered to move up from 11 to 10, you know, if they thought Dallas was and going gave to them take, a third round pick. Yeah, you're right. You know, so I, so please people don't, don't, don't over deep think this stuff. Cowboys only did this because it made sense for them to do it. They didn't give anything up. The Giants got screwed. It happens, but they only got screwed. If the, the pick guy they took turns out, he's not very good. And Smith turns out to be really good. Because they picked up a first-round draft pick for next year with the Bears moving up. The interesting thing to me would have been, Kevin, if the Dallas would have just ahead, went ahead and taken Parsons. Like if the Eagles hadn't made, said, you know, we, we think, whatever. And the Giants had taken Smith. 
Then what the, would the Eagles what have done? What would the Eagles have done? Yeah. Be, would they have done what the Giants did? Would they have moved down 220 and picked up? Because that would give them four first-round picks, possibly, Well, next and, year, which I don't think any team's ever had four picks. And, 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 but, and, Mike, the interesting part is, like, I thought when Denver's shot on the clock came that maybe the Eagles and Denver could have worked a trade at that point because Denver, I thought, would be interested in a quarterback at that point. And probably they could have got their quarterback at 12 as because you knew Dallas isn't going to touch it with, with Prescott. And you're pretty certain that the Giants weren't going to touch him at, at 11 either. Yeah, so they well, could have done that. Of course, it could have opened a lot of other stuff up with maybe, you know, the Giants obviously trade down. Yeah, but Chicago. if Denver traded down, they wouldn't have got Justin Field. Well, ju- they didn't get Justin Field. Chicago got No, no, Justin. I'm saying you're saying the Eagles could have moved up from 12 to 9. Right. Well, okay, but if Denver moves back to 12, they don't get There's no guarantee they, they get Justin Field. Right. And they don't get the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because the quarterback won 11. So, you know, th- th- this is the game you play. It's the game within the game. But the 55 mock trades that everybody had, everybody making, nobody made. Right. Which is fine. That that's what the draft is about. It's about sitting there for three months ad nauseum talking about what's going to happen, and then you know some stuff happens that you don't think is going to happen. You you know I I thought Carolina might do something instead of t- doing what they did, but they obviously liked Horn. And by the way, the stupidest story I've seen all day: Joe Horn's dad is upset that his son didn't get my draft. Yeah, well, he's upset at Aaron Rodgers. Joe, 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 shut up, Joe, shut up. Okay, what you're what what because your son went eighth in the draft, he's supposed to get what? I don't get this. They they weren't supposed to cover Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we'll get. I the, mean, we'll get that Aaron out in Rogers, a second. J.C. Horn. Uh, I don't know. You know what's the, what's yeah? Come on, it, it, that's a case of some guy really, really, really not getting it. Well, he also okay? wants to hear himself I, in the news, and that's what Joe Horn's always been. Joe Horn's well, he always made been himself a guy. look freaking stupid. Yes, he, he did. Sounded like um, Ball's dad did for all those years when he was telling you, you know, all the things his kids were going to do, and you know, whatever. But, but um, I, but yeah. look again, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Howie credit on a couple areas here. One, one, we've been bashing him about trying to be the smartest guy in the room okay and not going and and the eagles not going for the sec guy or or the guy you know that from the power program yeah they always went tcu and ucla and pac 12 and big 12 and all that um i know it's uh, i'm maybe giving him you know a, a just a little faint praise here but to change your mindset with the first two picks now you can argue about whether uh, the, the second pick is a smart one because of, of the guy's injury history, but picking, yes. ba- but picking Bama guys uh, at least shows a little bit of, uh, of, um, of an adjustment here. I think of their approach. Yes. If, if they work out, that's fine, Kevin. I don't, I don't care if they draft the guy from Walla Walla U that has nothing to do with it. Um, it's taking the right guy. Now, if Jalen Waddle turns out to be a hall of fame player, or an, a pro bowl or all pro player, and Smith doesn't for whatever reasons, well, then you could have had Waddle if you'd stayed with the sixth pick. Or you could have had one of your cornerbacks. Or you could have had anybody. Okay? You took a chance by moving down. You picked up a one for next year. You picked up a three that I think helped you get up. That's fine. He took the guy he should have taken. The move he made to get from 12 to 10, yes. 
I'll give him, yes, fine. But let's see the guy work out first. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's the guy, you know, if Micah Parsons turns out to be, um, you know, uh, Taylor, you know, Lawrence Taylor or something, and, and, and you know, you, you got to wait and see the stuff play out. Sure. Because we don't know. We make, well, we're fans. We sit here and go, yeah, you, you got, okay, fine. He did the right thing. I, I, he did the right thing. We all think he did the wrong thing last year. Maybe Rager will turn out to be a better player. I, I mean, maybe having Smith on the other side, if Smith turns out to be decent, helps Rager become, you know. But let's face it, none of this works if the quarterback stinks. True. So, you know, and like you said, in the second round, I would. Well, no, and, and let, me, now, let me say. I Land- would have taken the kid from Alabama from Philadelphia. Right. Landon um, Dickerson, Landon Dickerson, Landon Dickerson, who is the center, he's great. He's 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 great. Except yes. he has a history of knee injuries, and he tore his ACL uh, going in. I believe in the SEC championship game. Correct. It, it, it was either that or the playoff game. Right. It was, it was one or the other. He and didn't play in the championship he, game. He, I know that. Uh, he played only the symbolic last play of the game. Right. On the right. kneel down. Okay, yeah, he's the best center in college football. He was, there was no doubt. But yeah, it, there's a series of knee injuries with him, and that's a yep. major concern. Well, and, and but and, when you and, took and, the cornerback three years ago, yeah. you know, you took it. You took a chance. It didn't work out. I mean, the 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 other the other element is: are, should you be taking a center in, that high in the second? Well, round? that's that's you know, I, I look. All I know is the most outstanding player in the national title game. Was still on the board. Yeah. Two picks after went to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the Eagles wound up taking a defensive tackle in the third round. So, I get it. You have to find a replacement for Kelsey at some point. I, I I'm not Christian Barmore. Had, by the way, Christian Barmore is the Christian Barmore is the guy right. we're talking about. If I had been drafting at that point, and I don't know what cornerbacks were still on the board, because that to me is still a need that they still haven't addressed through three rounds. Okay. I would have taken if I'm going to take if I'm not going to take a cornerback there, I would have taken the uh, Barmore, but that's me, right? Because I didn't think they were looking necessarily for a defensive lineman at that point in the draft. But if they take a one in the third, and that's again, that's just me. Uh, and yeah, I think the kid from Alabama is all the kids from Alabama, but not all of them, right? Are obviously going to be. You know, um, and, and look, I'm I'm biased because I saw this guy. I wanted them to draft Jeremiah Owosu Karmoa, the linebacker from Notre Dame, who I you know who I think is really good. But look, he fell way down the board. He ended up being drafted at 52 when a lot of people had him as a top 20 pick. Perhaps there's, there's going to be a fight in the Philly. I'm game actually I have it I on now. Yeah, I love this crap. This is what makes ba- this is what makes baseball childish, but. You know that's okay because the guy threw three inside pitches. It's it's I love this. And Lindor's um, trying to and Lindor's <laughs> trying to calm him down. And nobody uh, really wants to. It's tremendous. Nobody wants um, to break out of the. Nobody wants to break out of the dugouts because it's too freaking well, cold. Well, I understand the Phillies just had their their franchise player get in the face with a ninety eight mile an hour fastball. I I look. I get all this, but back to the Eagles. Uh, again, we don't know. I but all I'm saying is, if I'm not going to take a cornerback there, and uh, my choices are a center who has had a couple of injuries. Right. They don't even know if this guy, and this guy doesn't have to play this year because Kelsey's playing, but they don't even know if he's going to be ready by training camp. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I would have, I think, I would have taken the defensive tackle from Alabama, who everybody said 
was the best interior defensive lineman in the draft. Right. And you get him at 37 or 38, wherever they picked. But, um, but that's me. You know, I'm, I'm not the genius either, but, you know. Well, let uh, me let me, let me me play. Obviously, this on Friday night, we have not heard Howie Roseman or, or Nick Sirianni uh, break down the picks from Friday night. But this is on Thursday night. Uh, this is Howie Roseman discussing why they were so drawn to Devontae Smith. Well, Dave, I, I think when we made the trade from 6 to 12, we, we really had to make a list of guys that we would have been uh, really happy to take at 12. Um, I think that from March to draft day, a lot has changed. I think that, you know, at the time, maybe we thought there, there would be more quarterbacks, to be honest with you, going before we picked. Um, and at the same time, you know, we, we also had to project what would go in front of us and what we thought would go in front of us. And um, I, I told, uh, we talked about it, about, I mean, we talked about it with Dave on our site that uh, as much as we look at the mock drafts, even more importantly, we make sure that we do our board and we have 12 players that we really like. And um, Devante was standing out on our board, his grade, uh, the type of player he is, the type of person he is. Uh, and so we just want to make sure that we got him. Uh, we really just think he could be a difference maker on and off the field for our football team. All right, so Mike, uh, Mike can't hear that. I should. Oh, I heard it. Oh, you I did. It. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you heard that. Um, yeah, I heard it. Uh, you- Didn't he say the same thing about Jalen Rager last year? <laughs> he liked the type of person employer. No, he said. I know. Every he- general manager is going to say when he introduces his first round draft pick is not going to say, oh, my God, that's not the guy we wanted. Of course, he won the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Of course you liked him. I, I mean, wouldn't this have been – how about if the Eagles had traded up to 10 and taken Parsons? You know what, though? I don't and, think, and, I don't think and, that would have gone – the Cowboys would have been sitting there going, huh? Well, I don't think that would have gone over poorly in the city either, though, because – I don't either, but but I'm just saying. I, look, I knew what they wanted. They wanted a why I get it. And they got they, – they, they might have got a guy – who knows? Uh, they might have got a guy who who should have been taken six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. He's he's small. He's good. We'll see. You know, he, if if he has the kind of career Deshaun Jackson had, I'll take that. You know, I'll take that. Um, you know, and Deshaun Jackson probably isn't going to the Hall of Fame or anything, but you know, he holds the NFL record for most uh, more than forty yard touchdown catches or something or whatever thing he holds. Um. He had a pretty good career, you know, until the injuries caught up with him eventually. But um, I like Waddle better. I hope I'm wrong. I, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I hope the guy the Eagles got can help them, um, because uh, they need help. Yeah, they do. And now the third round pick is Milton Williams, and he's a defensive tackle, six three two eighty four from Louisiana Tech. Uh, his frame and length raise questions. This is the ESPN analysis whether he's a better fit on the outside or the inside. So it'll be interesting to see if the Eagles look at him maybe as a Brandon Graham replacement. They decide to put him outside. I, I don't normally like guys who uh, who you can move inside or outside. It's like, it's a tough, I don't know how you feel, but it, it, if you're drafting a guy to be an inside player, then draft him to be an inside player. Don't. You know, you know what I care about, Kevin? Can he play? We, we get, can he play? I don't give a crap. Why do we get so in, in, obsessed with, well, you know, his arms are too short, or, or you know, he doesn't he doesn't go laterally good this way, or he doesn't can he play football? It's all I care about. And I know the guy from Alabama that the Pats took can play football. 
That doesn't mean he's going to be a great pro. I just know he can play. I don't, maybe this guy's going to be a great pro. But trying to analyze a third-round pick from Louisiana, wherever the hell he is from. Louisiana. We don't. Why are we analyzing it? We don't know. What do we know? I never saw him play one down. No, and I'm, I'm watching the video on him here, and well, it's then, not. Yeah, but the video yeah. does, is, is going to show you ten plays. Ten plays, I mean, right? You know, I mean, you, you know, uh, I, I look. It, 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 it we'll, we'll find out at some point, and it might not even be this year. You know, you might get a sign this year, but you know, you'll you'll kind of find out what they got. Um, and they're not going to probably be that good this year, and so, you know. The chances are they they got to get this second and you got to get some more than one player out of this draft. You have to. You you can't just have Smith and then maybe the other eight guys they take or nine guys or whatever it winds up right. being not get a whole lot out of that. You have to get something. So this guy from Louisiana Tech better be doing something this year. Not saying he's got to start, but he better be doing something on your team and contributing. And um the center, you know, I mean, the injury gives you, you know, reason to say maybe you don't need him that much this year. But, man, I mean, you know, it's great to pat yourself on the back for getting Smith. That's wonderful. That's one piece. But, but championships are won, and, and you and I have talked about this. Championships are won on the second and third days of the draft. Well, they got three guys on their team, I think, from the last four drafts who yeah. are still on the team or still starting or whatever. It's been pathetic. But because they won a Super Bowl in 17 – you give them a lot of rope. That that's the way this works. So you know, uh, we'll find out. I, you know, when you get name players, you know, people know Devonte Smith. So when they see Devonte Smith, they know. You know, hey, he won the Heisman Trophy. Then you draft a guy from Louisiana Tech, and people go, who? Who? Like, who's he? But you know, we don't know him. I, I'm still a little surprised that they haven't taken a cornerback. But you know, uh, you can't take everybody. I mean, I, I don't know who was still on the board. Everybody last night going into today was saying, hey, there's like four or five good cornerbacks left. And I'm thinking, okay, they're picking, you know, sixth in the second round. They're probably going to get a cornerback. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you know, we're... Was there any good cornerbacks that went after the center? Uh, You know, let me... I I actually am... Well, Asante Samuel's kid went. After. After. See, I might have... I might have... I don't know, man. They need a cornerback, man. I mean, they they really do. As much as Kelsey's probably going to be the center this year unless he gets hurt. They have Richie Grant who went, who was a safety, who could have helped them. Trevor Moaning, I love, from TCU. Um, yeah, I heard people talking about him. He's a safety, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kevin, Asante, Sam- Asante, Asante Samuel went 10, pi- 11 picks, uh, 10 picks after him to uh, yeah, the Chargers. He played, on a, he played on a crummy team. and I mean, look. They, look, they, they got so many holes. I mean, they got no linebackers. Their secondary needs help. They need wide receiving help. I mean, you know, you, you go on and on and on. So, I mean, almost anybody they take, you're hoping they can come in and help. I, you know, it's just, but if this draft turns out to be, and I'm not saying it will, but if it turns out to be Devontae Smith and, and not a whole else lot after that, well, then was it a good draft? I mean, that's a great question. That's a great question. But I'm giving him a credit that Devontae Smith will be good. You know, we can't take that for a given. You think when the guy's picked 12th, he's going to be good. But I guarantee you there's going to be somebody from between 9 and 14 that ain't going to be good. By the way, the Cowboys also took a a corner uh, after that center. Who'd they take? Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky. 
I've uh, heard about him too. So I, I, I mean, so the, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I was they, they had a linebacker who was really good. Right. Oh, but, but that, the, that's not him. Right? No, it's not him. Uh, no, okay. Giants took Aaron Robinson from U- UCF, who I've seen play obviously Temple, who's mm-hmm. decent. I mean, he didn't strike me as a you know got a must see guy. I mean, look, Kevin, the, the there's guy, a lot of guys who aren't must sure. see guys, especially in this draft, because a lot of guys are coming back next year. So this draft's going to be a little weaker. Um, you know, well, and a lot of guys didn't play at all this year. Yeah, right, right. right. No, but I'm talking about guys who are coming back that might have been in this year's draft. Right. Who just said, I'm coming back and playing another year. Boom, just made a great I, I just, I'm ball. watching it. Yep. I mean, uh, I, but like the guy I hope that have fallen to the second round or if the Eagles could have mustered up a way to get back in the late first round was Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech, the corner. Yeah, I mean, he's an injury but guy he, too. And he was I mean, an injury guy and he also didn't play at all this year because of COVID, so. Right. So, I mean, you know, it, it's, you're, you're going on, like, you're going on pedigree there as opposed to maybe what he is. It's not exact science. It's, it's, that's why some teams do better and say, you know, look, the Eagles haven't done well the last three years. It's very, it's simple. They have not done well since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, in fact, actually, the draft the year of the Super Bowl, I don't think they did all that great either. But I'm just saying, but they did win a Super Bowl. So, okay, you know, and I got news for people. Howie ain't going anywhere, folks. You oh, know, no, no. This is, this is, this is, this is, is now salvation you know, for him. What's that? This is salvation for him. He he, no, he wasn't going anywhere, Kevin. Oh, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, no, no, even if this I'm, doesn't work, who's going to say that they criticize Howie for making this pick? Nobody. What I'm saying is Howie is not getting fired at the end of next year if the Eagles go 0-17. Okay, I'm just telling you this. And you guys can argue from now until the end of days. He is here for at least... Probably as long as Sirianni's here, mm-hmm. barring something totally stupid, because the owner trusts him, and that's all you need to know. Everything else doesn't mean that. Now, if like Smith turns into a bust, somehow, some way, whatever, two years from now he's you know he he turns into Whiteside. Yes, then at some point you know people are gonna say, hey, you know this is real, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, so. And, you know, and they're they're not judging anybody on this year because you're playing a quarterback that they don't even have 100% faith in. Well, and, and and that's the other point in here. I mean, the one thing with the Smith acquisition was the fact that him and Hertz have a repertoire together. and they've play, or, Do you know how much they played together? Let's go back. Hold on. Time out. His if, freshman year, okay, mm-hmm. he played. That was the year Jalen Hurts played, and then Tua came in and won the national title game by throwing a pass to Smith. Right. Correct? Correct. Okay, Jalen didn't play the next year. No, he was I, the backup. But, Tua was the starter. Jalen came in in the SEC title game. Then he transferred to Oklahoma. So he only played with Smith three years ago when Smith was a freshman. For one so year. So let's not... Well, yeah, but there's all, there is practice time. Let's be Kevin, honest. There is practice it three, time. It was three years ago for one year. Jalen Hurts was not the starter in 2019 for Alabama. Jalen Hurts came off the bench I, all I, year. Mike, I know. Told, okay, I'm just telling you. I so know. I want to hear about, yes, they know each other. From from three years ago when Smith was a freshman, you know, and wasn't starting, I don't think. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he caught the winning pass in the national title game. Yes, it's great that they played together three years ago, but, uh, you know, 
Uh, okay, fine. It's not like they played like Joe Burrow and, and, and the guy they just drafted who played two years ago for a national title team. But but there's you know. a, but there's also a fact that you have upgraded a weapon at least for Jalen Hurts. And yeah, can, that's it's the, a yeah. fair it's a fair assessment of Jalen Hurts. Right. But if the quarterback wasn't from Alabama, if he was from you know some other school, it would be just, it would mean the same thing. It, the fact that them they played at the same school Years ago, I don't. That, that the, the fact that it might help Jalen Hurts, sure, and it might help Jalen Rager, you know, by taking some pressure off Jalen Rager, maybe. I, I don't know. I hope so. Um, because if Jalen Rager isn't that good, that and and you know, I've given up on Whiteside. So I mean, I don't know how you feel, but um, you know, I'll be yeah, fascinated. This, I'll be Hurt fascinated. The weapons he can have. I'll be fascinated to see on day three if they take another wide out or two. They I, might take one more. Yeah. Um. But I, I get that they, I get they need line help. I get that they're going to have to start, you know, yeah. developing succession plans. Look, they have a succession plan in a strange way now for Kelsey. You know who's going to replace Jason Kelsey at some point here, whether if it's he's healthy. Be, if he's healthy, right? Um, you probably are going to try to find somebody who you can look at about replacing maybe Elaine Johnson down the road or Brandon Brooks or or whatever. Um, but remember, when you take them in the fourth and fifth and sixth rounds, Kevin, you know they're oh, not. Oh, they're, they're, they're it's a crapshoot. Yeah, I know. Right. So, so you, you can say you're you're finding a guy that can replace. No, you're no, you're but you're adding into the competition. The number three pick in a draft. You're 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 four pick. Right. You're you're adding in competition, or, or yeah, you're adding fine. a, a back that's, that's a better wonderful. backup plan. That's wonderful. But at some point, you can't draft three wide receivers in back to back drafts. I mean that's yeah, you know you become the free. you become the Detroit Lions at that point. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So I mean there and the problem when you have so many needs is you know which ones do you patch up first or which ones do you attempt to Now look, they might get lucky in the 5th or 6th round and draft a cornerback or draft a uh whomever and the person turns out to be a good player. You know that happens too, but I don't think you can count on that. Um you know when you get a Jason Kelsey in the 6th round and he turns into a Pro Bowl player and and the face of your team and I mean that's great and the good teams figure out a way to do that right um but the Eagles have a tough enough time getting the number one pick to be part of their team yeah Dillard mm-hmm. Jones um y- you know on and on and on and on uh, you know it doesn't really matter if your fourth round pick is good <laughs> I mean you know at some point um you know it's like the Phillies having five center fielders. If they all can't play, it doesn't matter. You're right. I mean, you know, so I, yes, I applaud them for who they got in the first round. We'll see how it works out. It wouldn't. I mean, where they were picking, you know, I think they got the person they needed to get. If a couple corner, if a cornerback had been on the board at that point, mm-hmm. maybe you could argue they should have taken the cornerback. I don't know that, but if Sertain had been on the board, they wouldn't have got him because the Cowboys would have taken him. Um, so maybe the move was to to trade up with the Lion or uh, with Denver. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, I mean, would you, if I ask you a question today, would you rather have Sertain and, and, or would you rather have Smith? Who would you rather have? Now, I was on record. I wanted Smith before the draft. And so. I, and I have no issue with that whatsoever. But I mean, look, uh, I would have taken either one. Like, yeah, I start, exactly. I, I would have taken either one or I would have taken Parsons. You know how much I've, I've been on the Parsons bandwagon really since. Right, but that wasn't going to happen. But that wasn't going to happen because of the way right. they 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 view linebackers in this organization. Right. I I yeah. I, I mean, I but I'm with you. I, I mean, you know, the guy who honestly, like, I cringed 
I, I cringed a little bit at Waddle. And but you can't do nothing about that. You can't Once do, you yeah. traded out of the sixth pick, you weren't getting him. So, well, no, but I, but and that was the thing. Like, if Waddle had somehow, I didn't want them moving back up to get Waddle. Like, I, I was okay with them staying at twelve or moving up to ten, like they did. I didn't want them trying to leap back into like eight with Carolina to go no, get Jalen. No, that would have been stupid. But yeah. if more quarterbacks had gotten taken early, oh, I think they which, they would have. Then Waddle might have slipped to like eight. Or he wasn't getting to twelve. No. Um, but that that was the thing that kind of threw the Eagles a little. Was they thought at least one more quarterback? They thought Fields would go higher, or they thought well, the thing was if Mac Jones had went third, mm-hmm. which a lot of people thought for a long time, that, Trey Lance would have got taken. Oh, he, he would probably would have gone to Denver. This, yeah. Well, he would have went before that. I'm telling you right now, he would. Or Carolina, or Carolina could have taken him. Yeah. Detroit, he would have went in Detroit spot either by a trade. Or he would have went to Carolina, so he wasn't getting passed up. But that would have added one more player sliding towards the towards the Eagles, and then if Fields go, I mean, you know, four quarterbacks went, so it just would have. I mean, well, no, five, five ended up going total, right? But four, four went before went, the Eagles picked, which is all. No, so three, one more three went, three, three, three went before the Eagles. Right. So if one, three went. Wait a minute. The top three went, and then the Eagles obviously went to 10, and then Fields right, went right, 11. Right, 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 right. But what I'm saying is if Lance had been in there somewhere, oh yeah, then it the Eagles four. might not have felt they needed to trade up. Right. Because if one more player fell down, I got, I got they might have sat there and said, okay, well, we're going to get... If, if San Fran, Fran had taken Mac Jones and Lance had fallen down and, and teams would have jockeyed to get Trey Lance. Right, so yeah, right. okay, I got it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's but I think given where they were and what they wanted, and what was left, they did the right thing. Because um, if they would have been sitting there at 12, they weren't taking Parsons, okay? They probably would have gotten an offer from the Bears, mm-hmm. and they probably would have had to sit there and go, okay, do we take this offer and move down eight spots? And I think at that point they might have. And I think the city would have erupted, because I don't think they would have liked that at all. No. But you would have had potentially four first-round picks next year. See, Kevin, that's what this is all about. This whole thing, and that's why I say Howie's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. Because next year's draft is about getting a quarterback if this quarterback Can't do doesn't it. work out. Right. Uh, who, who that is, I have no idea. It could be, could be the guy in Houston. I don't think it's going to be the guy in Seattle. I don't think they have any chance, even if the Packers decide to move Rodgers. Now, Rodgers is going West Coast. Rodgers is no, going. No, Rodgers is going to AFC. He's not going to the NFC. Oh uh, yeah, because they're not going to trade him to San they, Fran. They he are wants not to go trading him to a team, team. in the NFC. No, you're, I agree. It'll be the Raiders. It'll be the Raiders. It'll be the um, what's the other team? Uh, the Raiders. Well, there was well, the, another the, the, the Denver. Ra- it'll be the Denver's, Denver Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. and I think there was one other team, and and nobody in the NFC is getting their mitts on them because there's no way they want to face them before God forbid it would be in a Super Bowl. I mean. You know, I, 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 the one thing I found yesterday about the whole uh, Roger situation is he has a lot of leverage here because, to be honest, if he doesn't, you know, Green Bay could say right now, we're not trading him. and that's He's all, LeBron James. Right. And that's all well and good. You know, he's 37 years old. He can look at the Packers and go, you know what? I don't need this anymore. That's right. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, and, and he, could and he's I? made enough money. And he feels comfortable enough that he can re, he can retire. And 
you know, we, we all laugh at the Jeopardy thing, right? He wants to do that stuff. He, Kevin, he's going to, look, the Packers can sit there just like Houston sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, before, I mean, before Deshaun, you know, got in trouble. Yeah, now they're stuck. And just like, just like Seattle sits there and says, well, we okay, that's fine. I get it all. Uh-huh. But if Aaron Rodgers says, okay, I ain't playing next year. I'm going to sit out. You go play Jordan Love. We've been to the NFC title game the last two years, and I was the MVP. Good luck. And then the Packers, at some point, would have to make a decision. Um, okay, you know, it, it's going to be a game of bluff. And I think Aaron Rodgers is holding all the cards here. Because he seems perfect. And now, look, I think Aaron Rodgers can play another two, three years. I, I agree. You know, he certainly looks that way. Um, but if I, and you, like you said, hey, I'll go host Jeopardy. Um, or you know what? I'm going to just live on the West Coast with my new wife. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need the money. Is life is good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, if, if what they're writing about him is true, and I have no reason to believe it's not, but because you know, we heard the same things about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is not going to come back and play in Philadelphia. Okay, the Eagles could have played hardball. Said, yeah, you're coming back. And Wentz would have just sat there and goes, no, you're, I'm guaranteed $30 million. Whatever, whatever. Aaron Rodgers has a lot more clout than Carson Wentz. Um, and like I said, we've seen LeBron do this in the NBA. We've seen other players do it in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw, you know, he's going to do it. And, um, I mean, I would hate to see him with John Gruden. And, and I'll be honest, like, it it's it's fascinating to me to see how how the NFL quarterbacks and this started with Brady last year realize they can control where they go now. But Brady have, was in a different situation. Well, Brady was in a different situation because he, he was, was a free, free agent. agent. He could leave. Right. He well, didn't have to tell the Patriots trade me. No, or but, I'm not playing. But he, he just left. But he also went to the Buccaneers and went. I want this. I want this. I want this. And they well, got he went all to the that. right team. He went. Right. He went. Look, he went to a team and said, um, you know, we're going to, but remember, the Buccaneers were seven and five last year, Kevin, going off their bye. They played Atlanta. They won a game like in the thirties. They were losing. So nobody had the Buccaneers being who the Buccaneers were. And then they got in the playoffs and they became the Buccaneers. You know, they lost twice to the Saints by like a hundred. And then they went and beat the Saints. So yeah, it worked out. But nobody, when the Bucs were in week 13 of the NFL season, were sitting there, my God, what a juggernaut they got down there. It was, how come Bruce How come Bruce Arians is criticizing Tom Brady? You know, how come this isn't working? How come that's not working? And then it worked. You know, so if Rodgers goes somewhere, like, I mean, could you imagine John Gruden getting his hands, even an older Rodgers? I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. Denver has a pretty good team. They just don't have a quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. And obviously, um, they just traded for Teddy Bridgewater, but that's not a long-term answer. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, again, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I'm i assuming not that a thirty seven Not serious. that a 37-year-old quarterback is a long-term answer either, but I hear what you know. But it could be the answer for, for Tom Brady's year. not the long-term answer in Tampa. No, it was you funny. They care? And it was funny, actually, that you mentioned that because the Buccaneers tonight uh, – Drafted Kyle Trask with in yeah, the second that's round. That's wonderful. Good, good for Kyle Trask. They, they, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to let you in a little secret. When Tom what? Brady leaves the Bucks, yeah. they ain't winning the Super Bowl. For oh, I, I understand. Okay. So I don't care about Kyle Trask or whatever. Um, it, Was there the any of those aside from Lawrence? Is there any of those quarterbacks you're in love with? Um, I, I to be honest with you, I, I mean, I still don't think there's a guarantee. I know Lawrence has the highest grade since whatever. I get it. He's going to a team that's had losing seasons. 
10 of the last 11 years, okay? Um, except for the one year where they should have beat the Patriots and played the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, I, I don't, I mean, everybody seems to be gaga over Lance. Um, I think New York kills quarterbacks. Yep. You know, New York eats up quarterbacks. I think a lot of it depends on that the by, situation. The, that by, although I will say Joe Douglas did a smart thing. He got an offensive lineman at 14 and traded up to go get uh, Vera Tucker, who's the guard who will help them protect Wilson. If you can't Wilson. play, Kevin, and if the coach can't make you work into his system, it doesn't matter who they have up front, okay? The coach and the quarterback got to be on the same. And that's why I, I, they, they, they point at Kyle Shanahan. And say they think he can work with Lynn, but it ain't going to happen this year in all likelihood. You know, Garoppolo's probably going to beat her quarterback this year. Yeah. And he came within one overthrown pass of beating Mahomes in, in the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, I think Mac Jones is going to a good situation for Mac Jones. I do. I agree. That's actually the but, one I really like. But I don't know if he's going to, like, how good is he going to be? I mean, I think Cam Newton stinks at this point in his life. Um, I, think, I think I think Mac I just, Jones will be the starter opening night. You think. Uh, no, I don't. No, I do. Garoppolo's hurt because I, no, no, I, Mac Jones, know. Mac Jones in New England. Oh, in New England, you said. Um, no, no, um, I think perhaps, Mac. I think perhaps. Mac Jones will be the starter opening day for the Patriots. But I think he's going to have to win the job. I, I don't think Bill is just going to like Cam's going to almost have to play himself out of the job by, by playing the same way he did. But let, look at it this way: look at some of the places where these quarterbacks have gone to. Jacksonville, okay. Jets. Tell me the last good quarterback was in Jacksonville. Okay, I, I Mark you know, Brunel. Years. Okay, that was twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, the Jets have eaten their young at quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, the Chicago Niners. Bears. Well, but, have not yeah. had a quarterback since Sid Luckman. Right. That the, was in the nineteen fifties. The Niners haven't Sid, had the Niners haven't really had a quarterback since Steve Young in the late nineties. Well, early two yeah. thousands. So you're talking 20 years. Yeah, and and there's a re and so when quarterbacks go to situations, yeah, I, uh, where, I mean, and that, that doesn't mean history can't change. It it you know it doesn't mean history can't change. But I'm just saying is, can you imagine the pressure that's going to be on Justin Fields this year? Yeah. Now, yeah. if he succeeds, he'll be Michael Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I think he has a shot to succeed because he's that good. I think he could be that good. But here's the problem. But his coach could be gone at the end of the year no matter what. But you're asking him to succeed. Most quarterbacks yeah. come in their first year or even their second year. They're, they don't have to win. Carson Wentz didn't have to win his first year. No, you're right. And when he won his second year, it was kind of a surprise the, the amount that he won. Okay? Justin Fields has to win this year or his coach is gone. Probably. Yeah. And the general manager might be gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bill Belichick's going anywhere. I don't think uh Oh, if Bill leaves. If anywhere. Bill leaves, Bill's leaving for a golf course somewhere on his own. And, and the Jets coach ain't going anywhere. You know, no, Soleil is, Kyle Soleil is pretty good. Going anywhere. So, you know, but uh, you know of those five guys, at least two of them probably are not going to work out. You can define work out however you want. I mean, you look at Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz did work out. I mean that that did work out. It just uh, that, that's like Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff got to a, got Super to a Super Bowl. Mariota, Jameis Winston. I mean, th- these are all Mitch Trubisky. These are all guys that went really, really, really high. And Kirk hurt. And Kirk, but and, then you had Mahomes, Mahomes go tenth, right? And and um, Deshaun go twelfth. And Herb Street brought a great point up last night on game day. Um, 
Herb Street pointed out that the part of the reason he thinks that this is is because the trigger is so quick to be pulled yes. now. Because they have to win. They have to win. Yeah. And, and he goes, look, he, you know, Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold had different GMs. He had different offensive schemes. Right. He had different right. coaches. That wasn't Sam Darnold's fault. It was but a they poor used to have five year plans, Kevin. And now they Every don't. Every coach that ever came in had a five. Dick Vermeil had a five year plan. And you know what? It took Vermeil, Dick Vermeil five years. Okay. They got good in the fourth year. But, you know, th- that's the way the NFL worked at that time. It's not that way anymore. No, it's not. And and I mean, look at last year. Herbert goes seventh yeah. to the Chargers, and he looks like he might be the best one. Yeah, I agree. But you know, we we don't know. I mean, Tua. I still think Tua can be good. Yeah. I, I was never always that sold that he was going to be great, great, great. And then when he got the injury to his hip, I thought that was a tough injury. But you know, Tua has to win this year. The Dolphins are supposed to win this year. Yeah. And playing in the division with the Bills and the Patriots, you know, it ain't going to be easy. No. But, you know, after you're playing in the NFC East, maybe it'd be easier. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, by the way, before we leave the draft. Hey, who did Washington take with the 19th pick? They I'm took, just trying to they remember. They took the uh, Jamin Davis, the uh, inside linebacker from Kentucky. That was the one we were talking that, about. Is he a reach or is he good? He's good. I was just a little surprised at Washington. Now, I thought Kadarius Tony. Player. I thought the Giants taking Kadarius Tony at 20 was a reach. Okay, but what I'm saying is, to me, Washington didn't need help defensively. Well, yeah, um, they need and I know there was no quarterback there that they could take. I, I get that. But their quarterback situation for a team that's supposed to be, like people have a little bit of expectations now with them. Um their quarterback situation's weird, man. Well, they got Fitzpatrick. They're kind of counting Fitzpatrick He's as the fifty-five as, years I, old. I understand, Mike, but they're going to count on. They're counting on another bad division and Ryan Fitzpatrick to keep them. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, how many playoff games has Ryan Fitzpatrick played in? None, I don't think. That would be correct, Kevin. That would be the correct answer. Uh, so when he's coming off the bench to relieve Tua. Or that one year with the Jets where he was really good, and then he stunk in the last game when they lost to the to keep him out of playoffs. But I'm saying you're counting on a guy who's 40 years old and has never played in a playoff game, right? I, I do you like that situation? No. Now, okay, well, <laughs> you you want you want something that I found in the first round that I I was I I'm a little puzzled by. Okay, the Steelers went Najee Harris at 24. Okay, mm-hmm. as a running back. And I get it. The Steelers running game was awful. But their offensive line was worse. Um right. then twenty five comes and the Jaguars are picking. Take ATN. And they take ATN. Like yeah. when they already have James Robinson, they already have like of all the areas that Urban Meyer had to fix, he didn't need to add a third running back into this Well, mix. unless they really think look, I like the Steelers pick only because I think Harris is going to be pretty good. Uh, he I, could I, be I good, but if he doesn't have a line in front of him, he's... Well, I get it, Kevin, but if there wasn't a lineman there that they thought was worth the 24th pick, yeah. and you have a running back that everybody says fits the profile of what an NFL running back should be now because he catches the ball coming out of the backfield. I mean, how many Alabama running backs in the league are really good? Yeah, that's true. There's a slew of them. Now, yeah, Henry I agree and, with yeah. you. And, and he's going to go in right away. He's going to be the guy because they have no running backs. The Steelers, the Steelers are not a franchise in good shape, Kevin. Oh no, they don't and, have. And a, they just gave they their don't, coach a three-year extension, and I understand it. 
I, but still, their quarterback is is at the end. They don't um, have a successor. They just gave Mason Rudolph an extension, which I don't get. No, and they're old. They're not a young no. team. No, no I, I agree. I, and they play in a division with the Ravens and Cleveland. Um, and you know, those two teams aren't bad. By the way, the other the other pick I I didn't quite understand. If you're the Bengals and and you just saw your quarterback get absolutely destroyed last year, I get you want to get more weapons. You got to protect them first. Panay Sewell would have been so yeah, much. But, but Kevin, you, it, it's like saying so the Eagles have taken a cornerback or a wide receiver. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's I have no problem with what the Bengals did. I, if you want to tell me they took the lineman, hey, go ahead take the lineman. I'm I'm all for you, but. If Chase is as good as people are saying Chase is, yeah, I mean, who ever heard of a and tight end? You, and go- you reunite him with Burrow, and I, who I ever get heard it. of a tight end going fourth? I, I mean, really? Well, do, do you, do you, but everybody says, were you okay? Guy, were you okay with Kyle Pitts going four? Uh, look, I can't tell you if Kyle Pitts is going to be the best tight end to ever play in the NFL. If he's going to be Kittle's or Kelsey, I'm just telling you what the what the scouts are telling you. The same thing they're telling me. This guy is like, you know, whatever. Okay, fine. The Falcons have a choice to make at that point. You know, do you take do you take a quarterback? Well, I think once Trey Lance was going, that changed a lot of people's opinions. You know, do you take the tight end? Do you take Jamar Chase? Do you take the – I mean, the, the th- four, five, and six picks, once Trey Lance was off the board, yeah, was going to be the lineman from Oregon, Pitts. tight end. Well, yeah. as it turned out, actually, the lineman went seventh because – right. But it was uh, going to it was going to be the six. two the four, five, six, seven were going to be the two wide receivers, right? Sewell and, and, and Pitts. And, and the two cornerbacks were going to be right behind them. Right. At eight and nine. Well, it turned yeah. out eight and well, nine. eight and ten or yeah, right. whatever. You, I mean, that, that was going to happen. So I don't have any problem if they think that, that um, you know, I mean, I think Atlanta might have thought about Trey Lance if Trey Lance had felt fallen to four. But I think they still got, you know, Matt signed for through 23. Yeah. And I think they still think, okay, I mean, it might not be the right decision. Um, still yeah, throw. They're, he's, playing, he's, they're playing in the division. Look, the Saints aren't as good. The Panthers, um, the Panthers are in the, a rebuild, and you have the Bucks. Yeah, but you're playing with the, with the world champs. Um, you know, and uh, I, yeah, I don't know how good Tampa Bay is going to be this year, but what I, I would suspect they're going to be, you know, one of the favorites. Well, they have all 22 starters back, so that's right. So, but I mean, you know, um, but I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if this guy pitches as good as they say he is. You know, I mean, like if the Eagles were on the board at, at, you know, four or whatever, or five, or let's say they were at six, and Pitts came to them, and there was also a wide receiver and a cornerback, I would have thought about taking Pitts. Yep. You know, but again, there's there's no right and wrong answers, right? Because we don't know, right? You know, we just don't know. I mean, do you know that Sertan or or Horn are going to be the best two cornerbacks? I don't. I mean, that's what they're projected to be. But, you know, I could go back in any draft and say, you know, the Giants a few years ago took a guard from Georgia, like with the fifth pick, or, and he stinks. Yeah. Eric, you know, so, Flowers. Whatever. Was it the, Eric Flowers? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he was supposed, they took him really, really high. Um, And he's not really that good. Um, you know? All right. I lied, by the way. I said that we would talk at some point about Phillies and Sixers and all that. We're, we're probably not going to. We're already an hour into this. I got to. I got to wrap up the, the the draft discussion, however, with one of my favorite topics, and I'm going to bring the chime in on this one. Um, and you know, there you go. You know what's been driving me nuts in these first two nights of the draft. He hasn't been as bad that bad. 
I hate to break your bubble, but you know, we're talking Mike Greenberg. I mean, I listened last night on and off, but I mean, I didn't think he was like obnoxious or anything, or you know. Um, but no. if you do, that's fine. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, you don't like him, Kevin. I don't. Kevin, no, I don't. I think, in, I think he is. In, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. I, I get it. When you don't like people, I don't hide it well. You, but you never change your mind, and oh. that's okay. But you don't like Greeny. You don't like like Howie. You know, but, but and that's okay. Oh, I, by the way, I defended Howie. The night. <laughs> I'm telling you that the, what I listened to, I didn't listen to the whole, you know, the whole thing after the Eagles pick. I listened for about two or three more picks, to, and then I kind of yeah. I, I went I went to bed at like ten thirty. But I didn't. There wasn't anything to me that Greeny went off about or went nuts about that I thought was like you know, oh my god, I gotta you know. Switch this off or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I missed it. Well, besides the fact he, like, I, I, I don't know. He, he, and tonight he was more annoying and you were out, but I mean, he was more annoying because he just was constantly like, and he, he would trip over. And, and the thing is, I like actually, I like Kuiper. I know Kuiper only got like six of 32 right in his mock draft, but I like Kuiper. I like Booger. I like Lou. I think Lou Riddick is as good at his job as anybody in television. I sports. think Booger's tremendous. I think Booger is tremendous saying. too. Yeah. Um. And, but I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I can't explain why. It's you're right. I just don't like him. I don't, That's fine. I don't take him seriously. I don't take him. Look, I think when he's on in the morning, and I can sit there and tell you everything he's going to say. It's a loaded show today. You know, you got, and, and it, it's greeny. It's greeny being greeny. And it's like it's like saying Michael Barkan sometimes when he's being Michael Barkan. And, and you know what's coming. And that's, you know, and, and it, it, I mean, it, it, that's greeny. He just is. And I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, I mean, Kuiper can be annoying sometimes. They all can be annoying. Everybody can. We can be annoying. I mean, um, but I, I, I'm not. And I didn't, like I said, I speak didn't speak for yourself. <laughs> to sit there and grade him for the whole—I I only saw, you know, like I said, through the. He, and, he and I, and like I danced, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. And I, I and I also danced between. And I admit, I watch mainly the ESPN feed because I like again Booger and I like Lou Red. Yeah, I didn't like the other feed. I, I, and it was well, too. I, I don't know. You didn't like the NFL Network feed. Was that the one with um, Reese? No, no, that's the college game day one on sit on ABC. Yeah, yes. that was that, yeah, that was okay. I, I mean, I, and I like Herb Street. Like I like Herb Street. I'm not a huge David Pollock guy, but okay, he's okay. He's okay. Um, you know, but I, see, I think Reese Davis should host everything like that. He does the NBA draft. Yeah, uh, I, I just really, I'm a, I really like Reese Davis's work. So maybe that's my part that's of my fine. thing. You're, you're allowed. Um, just, uh, you know. Or or let Susie Colbert host it or something. I, well, Susie's doing the interviews. Susie's the yeah. One I I, I understand. I just think that sometimes Greeny makes it all about Greeny. And no, but but see, I didn't think he did that last night. I thought he I, did, but that's okay. Well, that's but fine, I'm, I'm biased. You might again. be right. But I'm saying is it's like Greeny's their guy. Mm-hmm. Like Michael is the guy on CN, you know, on whatever it's called now, NBCSP. Uh, right. Um. So and that's the way it is. And and you know if you, if you don't like it you get you turn on to the other one I you know whatever I, there's times in the morning where Greeny drives me nuts I'll be sitting I'll be yelling at the TV like you know why'd you say that why you know why you know whatever but you know last I, night, I, I could ju- I could just see you saying why did you say that 
So well, no, because he says the same every show. I I could do like a parody of it. We got a really loaded show. You know, oh great stuff. Yeah, every guy that says something. Oh great stuff from you. Great stuff, Marcus. Great. You don't have to call everybody on your show great. Yeah. You know, we're we're but I, but I'm I'm sure he gets his direction from the directors at ESPN. Sure. Um, you know, and I gotta let you in a little secret that you probably already know. The new guy, sports guy at the paper, is a former ESPN guy. I understand. And I'm hearing some interesting things. Interesting things. Okay. About um the direction that they might be looking to go. And so uh just, and you'll and I'm sure you'll fill me in at some point. Uh just yeah, not well, you probably I'm sure during your travels you will hear many of the same things, and it won't change anything. Yeah, I've had no, I, I, anything. I mean, you know, you know, Keith Pompey still going to go to Sixers and do what he does, and you know, this guy's going to do that, and that guy's going to do that, and you know, whatever. And and they'll say we should be this, we should be more that, we should do that. Okay, fine, you know, whatever. It's you're a newspaper. How about you just act like a newspaper, even though they don't call them a newspaper anymore. Just act like you're a newspaper. You know, cover the teams, cover them fairly, cover them. You know, make sure that you know you're criticizing them when they need to be criticized, and so on and so forth. You've been down that road. I, oh, yeah. I've been down that road. It's it's not, it's not like why are we always trying to invent the wheel? We always try. Like it's like it's all people are always trying to come up with some new concept, and that's why on TV you have 32 shows that are the same show. You know, they got four guys, five guys are all talking, and then we'll go to four new people. We'll talk to them, and then we'll go back to these four people. And now we're with Dan Orlovsky. Now we're with with Riddick. Now we're with this. And after a while, you're like, oh, my God. And by the time you get to 10 different opinions, somebody's opinion is going to be right. Yeah. You know, um, but whatever. I mean, that's TV. That's that's TV now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not going backwards. <laughs> no. Um, all right, let me do Let me do some flash. And, and, Kevin, before, you might be right about Green. Like I said, you, you saw the whole thing. I'm just telling you as a neutral observer. Oh, I, I sometimes I think you let your feelings about people, and I do too. See, I, I I'll, I'll be honest. Way, I, I you know. don't say this a lot on record like this. I think he's a complete. I think he's phony. I think he's. Uh, I I just maybe maybe what happened with Golik kind of rubs me wrong that he kind of threw Golik overboard to advance his own career. Um, well, when he got this show. I, I think that was an ESPN decision, Kevin. I think ESPN looked at Golwick and, and Greeny and said, who's more valuable to us? Well, it wasn't I, I, also th- I also think Greeny wanted his own vehicle, is what I've always well, that may be true, what I've but, been told. But, like, but like on, as again, I'll go back to Comcast. Right. became quite evident at some point that Michael was their guy. Sure. So they're going to use Michael as often as possible. And that's what ESPN sat there and said, we got Greeny. You know, we, we this is what we want him. We don't, you know, we don't want him in that format with Mike Golick, a former football player, talking. You know, we're going to put him with these ten people, twelve right. people. For, you know, when the show first started, they had the girl on there all the time. Yeah. You know, there was like his co-host, so to speak. And then when the pandemic hit, they changed the format into the Zoom format. You know, yeah. um, but yeah, and I mean, sometimes does he become a stereotype of himself? Sure. There, there's no doubt, but I'm convinced some of that is Greeny and some of that's ESPN. That's true. Because I don't think anything happens on ESPN without somebody above them dictating why it's happening, you know, and, and all that. 
And I think that's the way TV works. I don't think Booger McFarlane dictates what Booger McFarlane's role is going to be. No. I th- and I think it's the same thing with Greeny. I, you know, I, I... Um, all right. Quickly, the Sixers are now back within a half game of Brooklyn. Brooklyn loses tonight. Sixers roll over Atlanta. Uh, Who'd Brooklyn lose to? They lost to Portland. Okay, Portland's pretty good. Um, and the Nets and Bucks have two games against each other coming up. Sixers have nine games. I think only two of them are against teams with winning records at yeah, this they, point. I, I got to be honest with you, Kevin. The Sixers are only play one of them. Seven. Excuse me. How many games the Sixers played this year? Seventy-two. Is it? Is that yeah, the number? seventy-two. It seems like about ten of them have been against good teams. I, I swear. I'm sitting there looking at their schedule. Like, I'm trying to follow. Well, yeah, okay. because even the Brooklyn games were against the, the shell of Brooklyn. And, and, but every time I look up, they're playing a team that doesn't seem like they're very good. And they've lost to some bad teams. They lost that game to Cleveland. They lost a the game. There was like three games. They, lost, they lost to Orlando. One year. They lost to Orlando earlier in the yeah. year. Yeah. They lost so, to I mean, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, look, all I know is in the playoffs, it's going to be harder. But it's going to be harder for the Nets, and it's going to, I mean, it's going to be harder for everybody. That's why they're the playoffs. And I think for the reasons that you stated a couple weeks ago, it's not important to be the number one seed because you might get a game seven against the Nets right. or, or whomever. It's important that you don't have to play the Bucks or the Nets in the, in the second round. Mm-hmm. That's the important part of it. And right now, Milwaukee Milwaukee's four back of the top seed, so yeah, they're, I, well, they're not going to catch the Sixers. Or the, yeah. Uh, Sixers go on a three-game road trip now at San Antonio, at Chicago, at Houston. Three. Can they lose any of those games? Probably. Uh, now, the the Monday night game against Chicago is interesting because it's the back-to-back. They're playing at San Antonio, then at Chicago. And then they have okay. to travel back to Houston, which is weird. But Houston stinks, right? Houston's awful. Okay. The, then, um, they get, then they get New Orleans and Detroit at home. Then they go to Indiana and to Miami, and then they finish with Orlando for two. Man. They can I mean, they can run the many, table except Miami. How many games you got left? One, nine, four, five, six, nine. They got they could go eight and one. But but that's not what I look at though. Like what's the worst they can go? I'll say six, six and, and three. three is the absolute worst they can go, and six and three still might be good enough to get it done. Yeah, because if, if the Nets don't beat the Bucks twice. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at I'm looking I got Brooklyn's schedule in front of me too. If they get at least a, a split, Brooklyn right? play, Brooklyn plays at Milwaukee the next two games. Uh, then they go at Dallas, who's in the playoffs, at Denver. Yeah, yeah. they're right, they're on the ro- they're on the road five straight. Brooklyn's yeah, on yeah, the road five straight. Teams, though. Yeah, at Milwaukee twice, Dallas, Denver, and at Chicago to wrap it up. Then right. San Antonio on a back to back after they get home from Chicago. Right. Then the Bulls. Then the then the the uh, uh, Cavaliers. Okay, so if the, the Sixers go six and three and the Nets go six and three, then the Sixers you know, the Sixers have the tiebreaker. By the way. Right. Yeah. So I mean, and the Sixers have the game in hand. So actually, right. Brooklyn, so even if the Sixers went six and three and the Brooklyn's went seven and two, the Sixers would still get the tiebreaker. Well, no, they would, fin- they would finish tied. If it's right? if it's five, uh, if Brooklyn goes five and three, and the Sixers go six and three, the Sixers will get the the tiebreaker. Okay, because okay. Brooklyn, ha- uh, the Sixers have the game in hand on Brooklyn. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I mean, look, if uh, yeah, I think getting the one seed is more important for the Sixers than the Nets, um, because I think the Sixers could use the now. Look, the Nets could probably use 
rest too because of all their guys being whatever. Actually, but, um, Brooklyn probably needs to have their guys play together a little more. That's I mean, true. That's true. I mean, look, I, I still think either of those three teams could win the East. I, I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and say like a Miami couldn't come out of the woodwork or, you know, I don't think the Knicks will necessarily be an easy series to play. No. Um, cause that'll be an ugly series. Um, but I think the Sixers are better than all the teams other than the Bucks and the Nets. I think the Bucks and the Nets are, they're all about even, Yeah, you know, they're all pretty close. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's look, we've, we've lived all year waiting for the playoffs Yeah, and that's what we've done. So, and the first round of the playoffs ain't going to do nothing for you. No, we ain't going to care. You know, they're going to play somebody. They're going to play the play him winner. They're going to win in five games. You know, maybe they'll drop a game. Maybe they won't. Maybe and guess what? They'll probably get Atlanta in the second round. Yeah, but Atlanta will have Bogdanovich and and, um, and Trey Young. They played tonight. Um, they played tonight. Yeah, but they were, they hadn't played in a while, right? Well, Bogdanovich missed one game. And, and, okay. And well, look, maybe, it'll, maybe the Hawks aren't that good. Then. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the Hawks and the, the Knicks aren't Or that the good. Knicks is the other team. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, so I don't know. I mean... I, look, it, it, when they, we all think they should get Boy, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Boy, and I, if they I, don't play, if they finish first, they should get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They should. If they lose in the second round. To either New York or Atlanta, yeah. They'll be hell to pay. Oh, this yeah. Town will go, this town will go nuts. Now, there is, I hate saying it this way, there is one danger for the Sixers if they're the one seed and, and in the first round. That danger would be if if Miami, who's currently the I don't si- care. I don't care if they if, if they can't beat Miami in the first round, go home. The season. Was uh, I'm just. I, I don't care. But you know what care. I'm saying. I don't care who Miami has. I don't care if they have Jimmy Butler. I don't care if they have a good coach. If you can't beat Miami in the first round, then you don't deserve all these things we've been saying about them all year. Because nobody there's in the history of the NBA in the playoffs in modern era only I think like three eights have beaten ones. Yeah. So if you can't, if Jimmy Butler's going to psych you out to the point that you're going to lose that series, barring an injury to Embiid or that, them, you know, them rip it up, I get it. Right, and and I don't know where you go if you're the Sixers. Oh, if that if happened, that to, what do you do? Oh, you what do you, what do you, you would have you, you would have to you would have to take a you would have to take a stick of dynamite to this team. What you're not trading Embiid? Mm-mm. You're not trading Tobias? No, but who, who are you trading? You going to trade Ben? Uh, what are you going to get for Ben? If you lost to Jimmy Butler, yes, you would trade Ben. But yes. what? But what I'm saying is to make the team better. That's the point. I, Trading Ben for for a healthy Harden, yes, makes your team better. Maybe trading him for Beal, maybe makes your team better. Okay, I don't know because because Simmons does a lot way, of stuff. Bradley Beal. But, uh, uh, Beal's not going anywhere right now because Washington's but, making a run. But go ahead. But if you're going to trade Ben for like three guys or Zach Levine or something like that, no, that's not making you a better team. I'm sorry, it isn't. Because then you got to go out and find a point guard. You know they don't just grow on trees. You don't just pick up Chris Pauls. You know, like like Phoenix did this year. It's it just no. It, it. I don't know what the Sixers would do. You know, you know, I mean, do you fire the coach? Do you fire the? Well, team? you're not firing. Doc. Right. So, so I mean, the only thing you can do is trade Ben. Yeah. Other, other than that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't think that makes you better. I, that's what I'm saying, Kevin. I, you can't just say it'd be like the Phillies saying we're going to trade um uh our, our right fielder Harper. 
because we because we haven't made the playoffs for three years with him. Okay, fine. What are you getting for Bryce Harper? You're not getting Mike Trout. You're not getting a player like that. So the Sixers, if you could have traded Ben in December and gotten Harden, and Harden, you know, stayed healthy, yes, I think you make that trade. But how many guys in the NBA are you trading Ben Simmons for that, A, the other team would want to trade with you that's going to make your team better? Please tell me. I'm all ears. I, I, I can't. I can't. Come no, up with- there is no right. buddy. So that, so that means you can't trade Ben. Because if you're getting nobody for Ben, then why, you know, you're getting rid of him just to change the lineup? I, I It wouldn't know, be the I, first time, Mike. Well, then you know what? Then the process blew up in your face then. That's, that's, let's just go there. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if they lose in the second round to the Knicks or, or, the, or the Hawks, you're going to have the same feeling. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that. Right. So, you know, and I don't think if they lose in the second, I don't. I just don't see that you all of a sudden say, okay, we're going to trade Ben. Uh you mentioned you, know, you, you mentioned Bryce Harper. Uh, let, let me get quickly to the Phillies. Um, the win the night put them in first place, only team in the National League with a five, uh, National League East with a five hundred record. Because um, yeah, we all said the National League East was going to be the best division in baseball. Come on, come on. We say so many things that are so wrong two minutes after they come out of our mouths, but we keep saying them. Well, I'll, I'll also point out it's about eighteen percent of the season as it's gone. Uh, if I said what, the over under right now and wins to win the division, what, what would you give me? Eighty eight. Okay. Well, that's not the best division in baseball. No, I don't care if they played eighteen. No, but you also, Mike. I'm also going to say that they have all played each other a lot. We were wrong. Okay, mm. it's not the best because first of all, the Nats are never going to win anything again. Let's just get that straight. They're, they they had their World Series. You know, Strasburg's on the IOR, the LR, whatever the hell they call it. The Mets are the Mets. And the Mets are the Mets. Uh, they got the Grom. They got the best pitcher in baseball, and they can't even win games when he's. You know, I, I think they're what. Two and three in Degrom games or something like that this year. Yeah, something like that. It's it's nuts. So you're left with the Phils, the Marlins, and um, and the Braves. And the Braves are the one team that you figure could be good if they, you know, whatever by midseason or whatever. The Phillies maybe could be. Good. By, by the way, um, at, the, at the end of play on Friday night, okay, there is one team in the National League East that has a positive run differential. And that's, Marlins. And that's the Miami Marlins. They're plus 11. I know. I know. And, and they're in last place, technically. Yeah, but they'll start playing the Phillies soon, and we know what happens uh, yeah. when they play the Phillies. Phillies are, no, mi- Phillies are a minus, Phillies are minus 15, the Braves are minus 10, the Nationals are minus 21, and the Mets are minus 14, the, the, and the Marlins are plus 11. The Phillies might be the best team in the division, even with no fourth and fifth starter, even with no seventh. Although field. Chase Anderson I mean, looked decent tonight. Kevin. They don't have a fourth and fifth starter. Oh, I starter. agree. I agree. They, they, but... And maybe other teams don't have a fourth and fifth starter either. I get it. But, you know, it's just like we said, the Flyers are going to be playing in the best division. Well, okay, then the division is very good. But other than the Caps, I mean, I mean, Penguins aren't that good. Boston ain't that good. They're, 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 the Flyers should have made the playoffs. The, the, the Islanders. They had anything on the ball, they should have finished third or fourth. The Islanders. Are, the Islanders are pretty good. And the, pe- Islanders the, and the Islanders and the Caps and, are good. And the Penguins have played a lot better in the last three they weeks. Yeah, they haven't had Malcolm. But I'm just saying, the, the, and, and look, this division might write itself a little bit, and I understand everything you're saying, but we have a tendency to overset. Oh, this division, look at this division. Okay, fine, whatever. And now we're saying, well, geez, you know, if you if the Phillies can get to like 87 wins or something in there, you know, they might have a shot. 
Mike, I mean, the, Mike, the first know, time, Mike, the first time they went to the playoffs in in 07, they won eighty seven games. Yeah, because and and you know, and they won eighty eight the, the year after and won the World yeah. Series. The wild card probably ain't coming out of this division, right? I'm guessing. Um, you know what? I, I like San Diego's getting one of the wild cards. You would think. Okay. Uh, um, you know the the, the central such a mess. I don't. Like I, you know, did St. Louis give you any kind of a lot of bad teams? Yeah, no. Oh, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of awful teams. teams. Yeah, there's a lot of average teams out there, and that's just the way it is. The that's, Cubs stink. The 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 Pirates are awful. Uh, how about the Cubs? Think about the Cubs. They win. Cubs in are eleven and fifteen. They they win in two sixteen, and there's and it's the Cubs. They had all these young players in their lineup. You know, Chris Britton, and they stink. By the way, what the hell happened there? By the way, there is one team I forgot, actually, when I mentioned about the Padres should get a wild card. Oh, forget about Gabe Kapler and those San Francisco Giants who were in first I know. place. I know. I know. In the no, West. That will, that will kill people in this town. Oh, my God. It will kill It will, It will. will kill them worse than the Eagles going 4-11. and 11. It will. They're 16-9 and nine right now, and they, and they have a plus 24 run differential. Here is the worst-case scenario for Philly fans. Worst case. You make the playoffs and lose to the Giants. Kevin, oh, it, tell you, I could see I've that happen easily. Goofy, I've seen some goofy stuff in this town. Oh, that would be it's the just driven. That would be that would be the if that not would be the, the top of the list. That'd be the, uh, the, 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 you know, the coup de, the, that would be the, like the, the, the cherry on top of the Sunday. Well, that would be up there with like losing to the Bucks in, in the, in the, in the NFC yeah. title game. Um, but that wasn't like that, that wasn't because John Gruden, yeah, a little bit maybe. Um, but I'm telling you. What the, the hatred that people spewed forth for Kate for Gabe when he came in here, that would just it, it would be like it, it'd be like you slice somebody up, you just sliced them up. They couldn't take that. They, I mean, really, they 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 would they that would ruin their whole winter. It, it would ruin their whole winter. They, they you know they wouldn't even think about what this. Think about this. Here's your next six months in Philadelphia sports. Sixers don't make the finals. Okay, they whatever. Right. Um. Uh, Eagles, well, the Flyers are already, nobody cares about the Flyers. They're, they're like yesterday's news. And then the, the Phillies lose to the Giants. 2021 would be worse than 2020. Um, the Flyers at least were good in 2020. Yeah, I would say the, the Sixers were, well, no, the Sixers weren't good in 2020. That's right. They they weren't good. Yeah. yeah. 2020 was a hard year. It was a very hard year. No NCAA Philly's, tournament. Philly's losing like their last seven games not to make the playoffs or whatever it was, six out of their last yeah. seven. Or, I, yeah, I, that, was, I, that was hard. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I would I would agree. The Flyers. The Gabe, Cap, the Gabe Kapler thing would be. would be Oh, it'd be the, it'd be the ultimate. It'd be too much. And even, I'll give you this much. Even if the Phillies didn't lose to the Giants, if God forbid the Giants like, like made the playoffs and the Phillies didn't or – if the Giants, which almost somehow, happened last like, year, by the way, got to, the, got to the World Series, you know, like they somehow upset whoever the Dodgers. That upset, and Gabe Kapler's in a world. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, ah, oh, that'd be like Ryan Sandberg getting in a World Series. Wow, well, that that I would mean, never happen. It'd be it'd be like um, it'd be like Brett Brown getting in the NBA Finals. Um, think of some more, man. I, I don't know. There's got to be. Chip Kelly getting to a Super Bowl. I mean, you know, it would be like that. <laughs> I mean, he's become like enemy number one in Philadelphia. Yeah. 
All right. Because he's a, just because he's an analytics geek. <laughs> that's it. That's the guy's one fault in life, right? Oh, he's, he's like numbers. Geek. He liked numbers. Yeah. He could work in the Eagles front office. <laughs> um. So, so again, next Wednesday, Pat Croce will join us on the show. We'll talk Pat's. That could be good. Uh, yeah. We'll talk Pat's new venture. Um, we'll talk Pat's, uh, old ventures, old ventures. We'll talk about Pat's journey. Obviously a, a, a cancer survivor now. Um, motorcycle accident. That was, that was, he almost lost his leg, man. Yeah. I mean, Pat, I Pat, saw that leg. Really? I saw that leg. Like when he, when he was rehabbing, really? it wasn't pretty sight, Kevin. Uh, it was not a pretty sight. Pat, Pat is one of the all time. He is a true Philadelphia story. Oh God! Yeah, and and, and he is a, uh, and I think he gets overlooked a little because he's been out of the limelight for a while, and his run was kind of brief, in the sense he was around, but his run with the Sixers was kind of brief. Yeah, it was about seven. Didn't, didn't, six, la- seven didn't last years. very long, right? Um, but man, he was around before that on WIP and and doing his the workout things and and um, just being Pat, you know, be, be, you know, being Pat and um. And I, I, I got to give credit to Jamie Apodi, who is uh, Jamie interviewed him last week for her uh, for the action news. And it showed Pat in his, you know, in his side. Now he's he's become very, uh, very philosophical, uh, mm-hmm. kind of him and Diane, his wife, have gone on the search for meaning. And hey, Kevin, yeah. we'll let you in on a secret. When you get older, you do stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're fortunate like Pat. And you don't have to worry about where any money's coming from. Sure, Pat can get, Pat can be like um, who's the guy in Pulp Fiction? Where he was going to walk the earth, like like the guy the guy from Kung Fu, oh, yeah. and just walk the earth and 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 try to find the meaning of life. And I remember his wife used to walk when they were in Ocean City. Diane, she walked the boardwalk every day. You could see Diane on the boardwalk. Right. Yeah. You know, if you went on the boardwalk, she she was up there every morning. Walking the boardwalk because their house was like toward the end of the uh, the, the uh, north end right. of Ocean City, and um, yeah, I mean they they, they made a great couple. Um, you know, um, they've done a lot of good. I mean, there's a lot of people in Philadelphia have done a lot of good. So I mean, um, but yeah, he he's a he's um, you know, we talk about unique people. Like we just lost John Cheney, right? Yep. John Cheney's unique. We all know unique. Speedy Morris is unique. You know, Herb is unique. Um, we could, we could run over lots of people, but Pat Croce is right up there when it comes to unique. There aren't very many people who have his resume, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's, it's, it is fascinating. I remember when Matt rule was at temple one day I'm there practice, you know, on Tuesday, whatever. And, and all of a sudden they they gather the team. There's Pat. Yeah. And Pat and Matt must've, I don't know. They had, must've had a relate or whatever. I don't know how to, and Pat went and talked to the kids for like five, 10 minutes. Yeah, you know, he's getting them all riled up. Sure. And I went over to say hi to him. And then he, and he, hey, you know, Mike. And he hadn't seen me in, oh, God, it had been years. You know, we talked for like five minutes. And that's that's just Pat. I mean, he's a he's a people person. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. He's a, you know, I just wish he could have had a bigger role somehow, some way. I, I don't know. You know, I wish he could have done more. With some of our sports teams, yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, I mean, look, he wasn't going to beat Ed Snyder, and uh, the Phillies weren't ready to take him on, and uh, Jeff Lurie didn't want a partner. No, nope. so that's um, the way it goes. Before we go, uh, I want to uh, 
I want to. This is a request of everybody who listens to this. Uh, I want if you can send some positive thoughts. Um, somebody who is close to you know me, as a I, I you know he was you know a teacher, a mentor to me, and uh, and that was uh, the Bill Fox, uh, the basketball coach of Father Judge. Bill has been under. Bill has been ill for a couple of years now. Yeah, um, and apparently you know it, it's not as um it's not sounding all that promising right now but uh, you know i want to i want to say and i want to say this on the record um bill's a good guy bill is as as much of a gentleman as mm-hmm. there's ever been in philadelphia basketball obviously he played at lasalle yeah. um was a legendary coach of father judge um isn't had, he one of the winningest coaches in catholic league yeah him and buddy gardler uh from o'hara traded the record for a while and then speedy well, no, actually, because Speedy had the gap. I don't think Speedy's okay. I didn't quite okay. as close. I wasn't sure, um, but but okay. but I could tell you that it, because of Bill Fox and Whitey Sullivan and Joe McDermott, I made the connection with Ted Solari, mm-hmm. and that got my career going. And yeah. uh, there were a lot of doors that were open because of Bill Fox in my, yeah. in my life, and so I I just want everybody if they can. Um, you know, to, to send good wishes, not just to Bill, but, but to Bill's family, um, mm-hmm. you know, as it's, this has been some difficult days for them, obviously. You know, and we, and we talk about Northeast Philly people, and I know he, he wasn't Northeast Philly people originally, was he? No, but he became one, and he's yes, a life, he he's yes, a, he and, and he, uh, we should point out, he also was like a Department of Rec leader, uh, in addition well, to he, a business he teacher, school he worked in the, he worked for the school district, he worked for the yes. Commerce Department, brilliant yes. mind, I mean, really yeah. And Did, didn't he get into politics at one time, or, or am I misstating that? I I don't I don't know if he went. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. He wrong. worked in government, but I don't yeah, think it was a political yeah. end of it. Okay. Um, okay. But I, again, I and and you know nobody in the family has asked me to do this. I've just mm-hmm. been hearing updates yeah. about him, and, and yeah. I, I you know I just want. It's to funny, s- Kevin. I saw him about. Um, Oh God, this has to be when we were still in the old building on Broad Street. So he must was be next six, door. seven years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I ran into him out in back of the building one day or in front of I don't know. Yeah, because the school district hey, Mike, was hey, next door. Right. Hey Mike, how you doing? And we talked for about 15, 20 minutes. And he gave me his number and we were going to play golf. Yeah. In fact, I think we were going to try to play at Tarsdale Frankfurt, right across the street from where I live, which is now the Union League. Right. Um, but uh and we never did. For whatever reason, I don't remember why we never caught back up. And, and then when I heard he had gotten sick, it just really saddened me because I, I, I fear there's too many times in life when that happens to me, when I say, yeah, we're going to get together. And like, like, and that's why I'm so glad I got to talk to Cheney a week before he passed. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have felt like total dog dirt if I had not had that opportunity. And I, and I wish that Bill and I had gotten that chance to play golf. I got a chance to play with golf with Mike Patton about a year before he died. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, John Cheney said to me once, he goes, Mike, and you're not that old, Kevin. So you, you know, but he said, Mike, the worst part about getting old is you lose all your friends. And, 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 and there's some truth to that. I mean, not some truth. There's a lot of truth that you get older and people that you, that aren't that much older than you mm-hmm. start leaving us and you start sitting there looking in the mirror and going, Whoa, well, you know, and, and, I don't want to be like, 
you know, and, and you know, and, and Bill suffered, right? I mean, this has not been easy. No, it has not been easy. And I, I don't no, want to I don't want to get any you know, further into what is going on. People, if right. you know what's going on, you know. Right. Uh, but Bill has been fighting something for a couple of years. I I actually saw him. I took my stepson to my stepson had never been to the palestra. Okay. And I took him to a Catholic League championship game two years ago. Um, down there. It was Roman and LaSalle. And um I bumped into Bill in the hallway. And Wood had played Wood girls had played earlier in the evening and there's been yeah, there was a little connection. Was there. it right was it right next to my picture? <laughs> it actually it actually was right around the corner from your picture. Oh god. Yours geez. and Solari's. Oh um, god. But um it, it, it it's you know uh, you know, it, it, he he's just been such a gentleman in my life, and I wanted to just make him, you know. And it's funny because I saw Whitey Sullivan a couple weeks ago, and Whitey is the same Whitey, Whitey that I've known Whitey for years. Was, yeah, he was. I mean, I mean, look, I didn't go to judge; I went to Lincoln because yeah. I wasn't Catholic. Okay, um, there was a time, and I know this gets law. It's not like the most important thing in a lot of people's lives. Bill Fox was the Catholic League North. Yeah, he was. You know, back when they used to play those forty to thirty-eight games. Yep. And everybody was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is how we're playing basketball. And every play got called out pass, by the coach. Pass, you know, and they pass. took two minutes to run a play. And Whitey Sullivan was that in football. And look, Judge didn't have the monopoly on these guys. No. I mean, you know, other schools, North had their guys. No, I will Ryan say there was one guys. There I was mean, one coach that bucked that trend. And because he had the players that could. And it was Mark Heimerdinger at Doherty. Mark Heimerdinger at Doherty would play up tempo because he had Catino Mobley. He right, had other right, players right. who could who could do that. Well, and do you remember do you yeah, remember Kyle John Lowry Quinn eventually? What? Do you remember John Quinn at Ryan? I remember John Quinn uh the f- f- football coach at Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, and he was I mean and I knew him because his his sons were like my age. So I got to know him when and I I don't and I believe bumped, he's any, I don't believe he's no longer with no, us. No, but John John died I want to say about 7 years ago cuz I bumped into John occasionally at the right. aquatic center. Well, uh, the, well, the gym Yes, yes, yeah. He lived. Yeah, right. You're right. But the gym, we, my, my wife had to go up there to get her COVID shot. Yeah, and the gym's named after him. I believe I walked in. I think it was the women's gym actually. But they yeah. had a thing up there. John, you know, John. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, I knew that, you know, that guy. But he, these were famous people back when Ted Solari covered them. Yeah, like they were famous people yeah. when high school sports mattered. You know, and sadly they don't anymore. Um, they matter. They just don't matter to the to the people who make the decisions. Well, yeah, but they don't. Well, yeah, but they don't draw. They're never going to matter again in that regard. And um, you know, and newspapers being what they are, and even like the local papers, you know, the Northeast Times, they try, they yeah. do the best they can. But um, uh, you know, Ted Solari and and the and I talked to Ted the this Inquirer, week. By the way. Wrote, they made these people. These people were you know, and and look, and I covered the suburbs, and so I became. You know Mike Patton and 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 guys like that. I mean Al Angelo. Yeah. Al Angelo. Al Angelo is the reason I got the job at the Daily News because I wrote a story about him for a class in Temple that the Inquirer magazine decided they publish. And my boy, the boss at the Mike Rather said, "You got hired because of that story." I'm like, okay. And and, and I and knew I hated, it. I hated Frankfurt. Frankfurt was our arch rival. They right. beat us all the time. But back then, man, I mean, North sports, and I can only talk for Northeast Philly. I'm sure. Other parts of the city had their their rivalries and everything, and I mean, Christ, West, West Philly and Overbrook and basketball. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, yeah. I think it better than that. But man, we had you know Frankfurt, Lincoln, 
um, you know, North Catholic, uh, you know, Judge, Ryan, uh, Northeast Philly. I mean, Mike, George Washington. I mean, there were some serious well, games going on and, up, and, up here. And I can, I can tell you that, you know, in, in being around, look, I didn't play. I mean, I was a statistician. I did all that stuff. I did reporting and all that and PA announcing. Um, but I can tell you that my favorite nights of the year were Fridays and Sundays when it was the Northern Division. Yeah, and I know it bored yeah. it bored the average person. I got yes, it. You're right. But you're it right. was yeah. when you would go to the Looney Bin and you would go to the yeah. pit at North Catholic and yeah. and Ryan got crazy because yeah. it was a rivalry game and you and go at to, the same time and you go to Speedy, LaSalle you go to LaSalle co- and but, feel like you were on the other side of the moon. I mean, you yeah, know. But Speedy was coaching at Roman. Yeah. Well, yeah, not when was I was there, Roman. but go ahead. Um was Phil coaching up in um up at um uh, Kendrick? No. Not yet. Okay. No, I, okay. I'm, Not yet. I'm out um, 30 years. I'm out 30 years. He was out. Okay. Jo- Joey Goldenberg, yeah. West Philly. Um, I'm trying to think. Kenny Hamilton at Ben Franklin and, and Bill oh. Ellerby at, at Gratz. And, yeah. I mean, well, who was the guy that coached? Um, oh, God. I, I don't think he was the guy that coached Gathers and. and um, oh, at Dobbins. Um, oh, 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 oh. And I covered him. I can see him. He's got the big bushy mustache. Yeah. Um, th- these guys. These guys were legends yeah. in Philadelphia. And now, sadly, it's it's just not quite that way anymore. No. And and um I think something's missing. I, I really, I really do. But it's never going to go back because that's you know, there's no there's not as many Catholic schools now. There's not public schools aren't the same. Um, you know, kids rotate to, to schools where they where they have super teams and and um, you know, it it, it it yeah. But Billy Fox was, you know, if you're putting together a mosaic of, you know, great high school coaches in Philly. I mean, Billy's on there. Yeah. He's somewhere up there. I mean, I don't know where he fits in, but he's in the he's in the conversation. He might not be at the top of the list, but he's somewhere there. By the way, Pete Merlino was another name that I'm not sure you I remember, remember that name. Pete, yeah. Pete was Pete was at FLC. Yeah. Um when they had uh Tyrone Weeks and and Well, how the, about the, how about the Ellerby? Bill Well, I mentioned Bill, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bill Ellerby, Jesus, come on. He he was man, Bill Ellerby with the combat fatigues and <laughs> Bill Bill was great. Bill, uh, Bill was you're thinking of Ralph Schneider, by the way. Bones. Yes, 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 yes. Uh Bones. 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 Yes. Bones, by the way, had an under five hundred record <laughs> in his career. Yeah, but those those teams were good, man. Uh how about, how about Ralph for Capita at yeah. Mass Bomb? Yeah, I mean yeah. it was. I mean, yeah, the pub, the pub was awesome. I mean, the pub and pu- covering public league semifinals at, at the when the, when the pub Center. only had eighteen teams, Kevin. Oh, and it was two divisions of nine, and you knew all the teams, and you knew all, and now there's like hundred and fifty high schools, and you know, and and there are fifty five different divisions, and what? No, 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 no. The division always was Lincoln, Frankfurt, Northeast, Washington. That was the division, you know, and and now you know Lincoln could be in with. With God knows who, because they're, you know, for some reason that I don't gather, you know. By the but way, they did play for the state title a couple of years ago. So, by the way, uh, Bill Fox five forty five and two sixty nine total. It's pretty good. That is pretty. What's good. that about seven hundred? Yeah, about seven hundred. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he took two years off from eighty in eighty six and from seventy five to 05, except for two years. He had eighty six and he took yeah. off in two thousand. So. Yeah. Well, look, we got to go to bed, yeah, Kevin. I got it. Yeah, because after all, I'm 
<laughs> I, I was up at 5 a.m. So, uh, okay. Again, so you did good. Yeah. We will see you on, uh, we will talk to you uh, next week out on Wednesday. And uh, Pat Croce will join us. Hey, Mike, hold on the line for a second after we're done sure. here. Uh, thank sure. you for joining us. Hope you enjoy the rest of NFL Draft Weekend. We will see you next week. This has been We're Gonna Beat.